Well, good evening, all. Here we are, another Wednesday evening with the Course of Love. Uh, currently, we are in the dialogue, and in the earlier edition, we will be starting on page 621. And in the late edition, I think that's about 630. So, Riley, give me a number. Six, how much is in your book? Day 32. Hello? Sorry about that. I was on mute. Um, in the new edition, it's on page 633 with the beginning of the chapter, The Experience of the Self and the Power of God, day 32. Thank you. Okay. That's where we are. So we'll be going into day 32, The Experience of the Self and the Power of God. We had read through it last week, and we will now read through it again, and we'll share on it. But before I... Get, we get going. I just want to those usual household items of p- being conscious of keeping your lines muted when not speaking or reading. Uh, be courteous to other people that are reading. Don't step on anyone's toes. Allow them to finish what it, whether they're reading or sharing. And it would be nice when you're done to say you're complete since we're not on Zoom and we have to rely on vocal. So, and as like I remind everyone as the evening goes on and gets later, that we leave some space for those people that had not shared earlier in the call. Um, I think that's it. Yes, so now I will read the reading list and the listening list. So, reading this evening, we have Judy, Joe Riley, Shirley, Robin Marie, Jessica, Miguel, and Reverend Bill. Listening so far, we have Gloria and Steve. Anyone who's joined us wants to announce? No, I guess not. So, am I coming through clear on my uh, phone? Just want to make yes. sure. Okay. Hold on. Let's get started here. Okay. All right. So let's just sit back, relax, take a few deep breaths, bring our centering into our hearts, our consciousness into our hearts, and feel, feel the warmth, feel, feel the radiation, the energy of the love coming from us to all our brothers and sisters in our oneness with whomever, for those in California, for those in Pakistan, for those in the Ukraine, forever, any place that you hear or believe that there's something that's not right, but know the truth and hold all our brothers and sisters in the light and the truth that it will be okay. It will be okay. God knows we don't. We have to trust and go within and hold that trust in our heart for everyone. Okay. And with that centering, I would like just to give us a little affirmation to hold on to. God is present in every person and every experience. 
The spirit of harmony, order, and understanding is at work in every situation. Love and peace are established in our lives. Let's keep that in mind. So, looking at day 32... I'm going to, I'll kind of like direct it because there's one paragraph or two. We did read through it last week, but of course we'll read through it again so we can really share on it. And I'll do what we've been doing, read through the whole day and then go back. And whoever wants to share and share on whatever they pick or feel it wants, you know, could be any paragraph in the day. So. Judy, would you start us off reading one to four, okay? And then Joe Riley will read five. Then we'll have Shirley six. And then I'll just keep telling everyone as they go along. So we have the first three. Judy, would you start us off, please? Yes, I will. Thank you. Okay. The experience of the self is God. It is not from God. It is not of God. It is God. If all of life is the oneness that is God, and God has chosen to experience that oneness through relationship, then you are also that experience and are in relationship with God through that experience. Here we must revisit the concepts of oneness and manyness. For if you retain any notion of God that are inaccurate, They will arise here. Let us discuss for a moment the concept of God because everyone has at least some sort of concept of God. Complete. 32.5 First, we will look at the concept of God as supreme being. God as one being, one entity. When thought of in such a way, It is somewhat easier to relate to God than when God is thought of in broader terms. You might think of God as you think of yourself. When thinking of the ideas put forth here, you might think of God deciding to know himself. You might think of God deciding to create. You might think of God creating. You might think of God as granting free will to his creation. Then, perhaps, you might think of God resting or standing back and witnessing the unfolding of all that he created. Pass. 32.6. What would be the purpose of What would the purpose of this be? Would God be standing back, judging himself on the goodness of what he created, thinking that he'd like to make adjustments here or there, perhaps, but no. He has already granted free will, so he can't do that. If the original purpose was knowing himself, What kind of knowing would this provide? Wouldn't this suggest a situation similar to a parent thinking he or she could know him or herself 
through observation of the children they produce? Rob Marie, would you read seven, please? And seven and eight, and then Jessica, nine and ten. And we're going to stop there. There's 20 paragraphs. So let's take half of this day and see if we can share, and then we'll continue on. Okay? Gloria, as I was unmuting, I didn't hear. Did you say seven and eight? Uh, hold on, let me make sure I did say that. <laughs> yeah, read se- yeah, read seven and eight, and then uh, what you call it, Jessica nine and ten, and eleven. All right, okay. Thirty-two seven. Another concept of God is that of Creator. This concept might have nothing to do with the notion of God wanting to know Himself. This concept may be quite amorphous and not tremendously different than scientific notions of the source of life. Whether it be called God or the Big Bang or evolution, this notion presents the concept of something being begun and then turned loose, proceeding from its beginnings under scientific or natural laws. 32.8. Another idea of God within the concept of a creator God is of God existing in all of what has been created. God is, within this concept, seen as the spirit within all that lives and also seen as an overriding spirit, a force, a unifying factor. God is closer, within this idea, to being a participatory being but still falls short. Man lives and has free will. Animals abide by the laws of nature. God is still a concept. Nine. Yet most religious beliefs encompass the concept of a living God. How might God live? Could he live in time and space? in a dimension we know not? Does he live as the spirit within us or as such have some small role, perhaps akin to that of what we refer to as our conscience? What kind of life would this be? A difficult to imagine life at the very least. Ten, a concept of God is not necessary. False concepts of God, however, are compromising to God and to true self. Jessica, let's stop there. Yeah, Yeah, let's stop there, okay? Okay. I I think we have enough here to to look over and take into what he spoke to us. I mean, just that first line, the experience of the true self is God. It is not from God. It is not of God. It is God. I mean, that alone, that one sentence, that very powerful sentence rings so true. So the floor is open. You know, let's opine on these 10 paragraphs, and then we'll we'll share on that, and then we'll go forward. The floor is open. Okay?
Hi, everyone. I'll just jump into that last sentence and where he's giving the message that a concept of God is not necessary. False concepts of God, however, are compromising to God and the true self. Those false concepts that he's referring to would be any aspect that we have that, that speaks of separation. I, I just look at the history, our history, and uh, recognizing the the anthropomorphizing of God, so to speak. Hello. I did. Did every, uh, the recording went off? Where was no, everybody able I to? Yeah, I corrected that. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Everybody there? Yes. And Was I, everybody here able to hear me in the meantime? Yes. Yes, we were. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, got across the, the message that was coming through for me about this that that we've heard continuously that the concept, any concept of God is going to be something of mental construct, more so than simply knowing, knowing God and knowing our true self as what's unfolding for us now. Thanks. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yes, thank you so much, Reverend Bill. Thank you, Reverend Bill. That was really well put. Thank you all. Hi, all. This is Shirley. And I have to admit that my concept of God has really changed. And from that, as a child, I thought that God was a punishing God and that when I did something wrong, God would punish me for that. So I had a fear of God. But I guess on my journey, as I continued to learn more and more about God, you know, instead of all this um, God being the vengeful God and the punishing God, I I found out and uh, through my experience that God was a, a, a loving God. And that, that kind of really started opening up for me that God is love and you know that was that was an eye well eye opening but anyway that really opened up things for me that God is the source of all that is and I I learned three words you know when I began this search and, and started and that was God is omnipotent and omnipresent and omniscient. 
And that, you know, omnipotent was all knowledge, and omnipresent is all, all everywhere. God is everywhere in everything. God is all in all. And then the omniscient is God is all knowledge. And that kind of opened up to the the unlimited God. God is everywhere. I guess I used to think of God as being in heaven, wherever heaven was. But this concept now is we're talking about the allness of God and and that we are also in in that allness of God. And it's just that concept is so it has changed so that now I feel really like almost like immersed in in God and um knowing that I am also a part of God. And that that one sentence where it said um and I thought that's, yeah, the very first sentence, the experience of the self is God. It is not from God. It is not of God. It is God. That, that's a powerful sentence right there. I am complete. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you, Shirley. That was great. Thanks, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Thanks, Shirley. You, a, you know, great, descri- great descriptions of that false concept of God. Thank you. Thank you. This particular paragraph uh, seven, where he talks about the concept of God as that of Creator, and that this concept may have nothing to do with the notion of God wanting to know Himself. It's the concept that may be quite amorphous and not tremendously different than scientific notions of the source of life. I had an interesting conversation the other day with a friend of mine, and she was telling me about her young nephew, where he was like, he was saying he doesn't believe in a God. There is no God. And, you know, I'm so sorry to hear that because there appears among the younger generation that they don't believe in a God. They believe there was this big bang and that science has proven that about the big bang and that's what started it all, not God, you know. And, you know, maybe I'm going off on this one, but it was, it really, I felt so sad to hear and know because I hear that a lot, you know. It's like, and hear the numbers of people that going you know, joining the different churches, turning away from church. Even my Unity Church is feeling the loss. Uh, And I'm hearing Unity Church is closing. It's like the younger generation for some reason, I mean, given what's going on. But then, you know, how do you explain the Big Bang is God, that it's all of life? That's the creator at his finest. That's when he did, you know, to try to explain that. So when I was reading that, like I said, it felt, I know what I think. And and like you, Shirley, I had a very different view of God growing up with a Catholic background, a fearful God, a revengeful God. But I am so, so thrilled to be 
at this point in my journey to know the truth. That, and do I, would I dare to say to a young person, I am God? Probably not. They'd probably say I'm a, a crazy old lady. But I know we are part of, we are God. Right? Yes. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so it's like when I was reading that, when I heard that sentence, that paragraph read, it reminded me of these conversations that I'm hearing lately. And it's and I pray and I hold in my heart the truth that these young people will understand and they will find their path. I know it, you know this. Well, maybe I should let this go. It's just something that when I read it, it evoked something within me, sadness. But I have to stay to the truth that what is unfolding is unfolding for our higher good, or for all of us. So, thank you for letting me share that. It just yes, thank me. thank you, Paula. I just thank wanted you, to say that um, you found your path. I found my path. We have all found our path, and these young people, they will also find their path. Okay. Yeah, they will. I have yes. faith. Yeah, but you know, when you hear numbers like you know people turning away from, all right, I can understand turning away from organized religion. But even in the unity movement, the numbers are down. I understand, and that's so. And it's like they pick and choose from the different websites they read. So, and they're all looking more towards the scientific, which is good because science and 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 spirituality are coming together more and more. It's it's just common. It's just happening, and I love when I hear, you know some scientific, you know, uh, reasoning for what's going on. So, anyway, I think I said enough on my point. The floor is open for everybody else. Okay, thank you. This is Joe Riley, and what reading these paragraphs, I think about, well, in my case, and it sounds like from many, from many of us growing up in this religious um, background, which at some level I could never buy into. I don't know exactly why. I just couldn't as a young child, even though I kept trying to go to all these different churches and all these different religions. But when I read these paragraphs, it makes me think about the process of what we've been told whether it be through scientific exploration or through a religious background or what have you, that the end result is always when we as as individuals in our oneness, I don't know if that makes sense or not, come to know our true self. And then when we see that in others, as we see it in ourselves, that's what helps to expand and invite in. So I, I love these these paragraphs, the way it talks about it. It's not all these in the broader terms or what you've been told, the scientific part. It really comes back down to the concept of knowing God within you. And when we can be there with that presence in love, that's 
what is expanded out and invites others in. So when I think of young people, is it any different that they are looking strongly at the scientific aspects where maybe in our generations we were we came from a stronger religious background? Somewhere along the line, we come to know who we are. I'm complete. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, Riley. You. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. This is Robin Marie, and I remember reading in, I believe, A Course in Miracles, it said, God is an idea, and we have a choice between love or fear. And I really uh, like this 32 2. God has chosen to experience that oneness through relationship with us, I add. So you are also that experience and are in relationship with God through that experience. So it is um, a profound way of looking at relationship, how important that is. I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you for that. Bring that out. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Robin Marie. The I had to step away for a moment, but I I heard in the distance a message about God is an idea, and I so celebrated finding that in A Course in Miracles. And in the FIP version, it's on page 315. But he says, in that statement, he says, uh, this is when you recognize that God is an idea, but not only is God an idea, you are an idea. That that is the nature of our creation as an idea, an extension of God. And uh, that sure is freeing. That was huge in terms of um, just coming to accept and celebrate this material. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you Thanks for highlighting so Thank you for sharing yeah. that, Reverend Bill. Uh, Thank yeah. you, Reverend Bill. That's a really great connection there. Mm. Thank you, Reverend Bill. This is Judy. Um, once again, I'd like to share. I'm just not even sure what it is that I have to share. I just know that when I read this material, there is something inside of me that 
that feels very, very strongly about it all. And to the point where I keep asking myself, this is wonderful. This is absolutely gorgeous. How do I live this? How can I be this? And sometimes I get an answer within myself that says, well, do you, can, it's not even a belief. It's, <clears throat> it's, are you willing to spend the time, Judy, to go deep within yourself to connect with your true self to the point of knowing that this is who I am? We are all it. I know this. I think where I have, I'm not sure what I think, but <laughs> I, I guess um, for me it's, it's always about how sure I am. Can I go out in the world and live this? Can I be this every day? Can I be this in all my interactions? Can I be this with every breath that I take in every day, in month, in year, whatever? Can I actually be this? Do I feel strongly enough that I am God? That that power is the power to serve. It is, it, it's just a power that is, exists within each of us and what we do with it. And to the extent that I, to the extent that I know it deep within my own soul, the truth of what I truly am. When I get to that point, when I can reach that deep within myself, and connect with it, the feeling is incredible. I couldn't describe it. I just know it feels incredible. I don't know how to explain it. I don't even know how to talk about it. Um, and I guess there's a part of me that says, well, Judy, you know, if you keep talking about it, I don't think you're actually living it. So I don't even know about that. I, I just know that sometimes that, that, that will arise within me, that I can talk and talk and talk about God and it's not the same as knowing that I am God. I'm just not sure how to describe the difference. I just know that I feel that, it, that there is one. And for me, I want to be it. I want to live it. I have wanted to live it for a very long time. And like most of us, I, I grew up with religion. I think that's just a product of the times that we were born in and the way things were and how people just naturally adapted to the way things were. And so, you know, we were raised by parents who didn't, you know, who were raised the same way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it just kind of uh, um, perpetuated itself. And now I know that there is a group of us. We're right here. And we are sharing. And we are sharing in unity and relationship. We know who we are. And we share with each other at that level. And as it was said earlier, the more that we do this, it's not that we have to go out and preach anything. It's just by our very beingness of what we are and just being the truth of what we are, that that is an attraction. I'm just so happy to be a part of this group. I am just absolutely thrilled that Beth to be a part of this group. And thank you all so very much for being here and letting me share. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, thank you, Judy. Thank you for sharing. And we appreciate you in so many ways. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Um, 
This is Jessica, and I, I, I completely agree with you about the talking about and the being being different. And um, I was not brought up brought up with any religion, and I, I feel like you know, according to my parents, I sometimes seem to go into the beingness <laughs> of something that I must have had a sense of that no one told me about. And I feel like I have touched it and experienced it on and off in my life. And I find it, it is, it is a lot easier to talk about it and to read and stuff. And I do think you're right that there's, there's a reaching down deep. There's a, a stillness that is required to really connect with the roots that connect us with who we really are. And I definitely want to experience that more than I do now. But I do find it isn't part of my... It's hard to make it part of my routine because it means turning other things off. (laughs) And I'm not very good at that. I'm complete. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Jessica. (laughs) That's great. You know, we you know we're told you know particularly in this work that we are where we're supposed to be, who you are now, and it, you know when you, like we're all going back to what remembering how and when we started this journey, our true journey, and it was all good the way it all unfolds. I'm a firm believer that whatever unfolded in my journey was supposed to be, so I am who I am right now and who I'm still growing and knowing to becoming who I am, the knowing of the truth as I go further in this journey. So that's where the gratitude for me comes in. When I look back, I don't judge it anymore. There was a time I would judge. I don't judge it. It was all the way it was supposed to be. And like you, Judy, it's to come together. It's because we're supposed to be together here, experiencing this together. So, I thank you all for that. Thank you. So here we are talking about the concept of God. Mm-hmm. And let's go forward and see what further he has to say, because even in that last paragraph that Jessica read, a concept of God is not necessary. Both concepts of God, however, are compromising to God and to true self. So, Miguel, are you still there? Miguel? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I was listening. Okay, would you like yeah, to yeah. read? We're going to continue reading into this oh, yeah. chapter, this yeah. All right, would you read? I, mean, I just want to, because we're going to, people are going to read, so I want to make sure we get everyone to read. Okay, well, probably everybody will have a paragraph. Miguel, why don't you read 11 and okay. 12, okay? okay? Okay. So Jesus spoke to you of his life as an example life. Jesus was called the Son of God and also God. 
those who understand the meaning of any or all of the example lives that have come as revelations of who God is, understand that those lives were not separate from God. Yet, to believe that God is everyone can still make you feel as if you are not God. How can this be? This can be only because in your contemplation of this idea, you lose your sense of self. There is a rebellion, a negation of either the self or God that occurs when these two concepts, concepts of the self and of God, cannot be reconciled or joined in harmony. Either the self or God takes precedence in all lives, all lives. There is no other choice as long as the self and God are seen as separate. Compliment. Reverend Bill, would you read 13 and 14? All right, thank you. Whether God is seen as creator or supreme being, God is still seen as the all-powerful. While God is seen as the all-powerful, man is disenfranchised. Even while God is perhaps seen in all things, or as a spirit by which all that lives, lives, God is still seen as having what man has not. The list of what one can imagine makes God powerful, and man not, could be endless, just as one could make an endless list of what they believe differentiates God from man. The example lives in which the power of God was demonstrated in the lives of men and women are seen as little more than than pass-through situations in which the power of God passed through men and women to other men and women. Only Jesus was known as the Son of God and as God. This is why Jesus came as your teacher and was used as the example life for this work. This is the point that this work has striven to get across that man and God are one. Not only is man God, but God is man and woman and child. God is. Pass. I'm going to start from the top. Judy, would you read 15, please? Okay. And yet, God could not be all that is, or God would not be in relationship. If the natural world around you has revealed anything to you of the nature of life and God, it has revealed to you the truth of relationship. As has been said before, if separation had severed relationship, then separation would truly exist. Each entity or being would be singular and alone. Yet God has been referred to as the all of all. How could God be the all of all and not also be man. How can God be all that is, and at the same time not all that is? How can God be the all-powerful and living God, 
and also be lowly and powerless man. Okay. You know, before we go further, I should have asked, does anybody that joined us and like to announce and would like to read with us right now? Hello, Yvonne. I'm here. Hi, Yvonne. Would you like to read? I'm not sure which chapter you're on, but yeah, I would like to read. All right. We're in the dialogues, date 32. In the original edition, it's page 623. So that would be 634, possibly, in the later edition. Okay, I have it. Date 32. All right. We just read up in... Oh, five. Thank you. Thank you. You read up to five. You read to five, huh? Well, we read... Uh, no, we're into the chapter... We're into the day 32. Have that. We have read through up until... We just finished reading... We're up to 32.16. Oh, 16. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I have it. Okay. All right, read 16, 17, and 18. You'll be catching up with us then. Go ahead. All right. God has also been referred to within this work as a relationship itself. Let us consider this idea newly by considering God's relationship to Jesus. The claimed relationship of God to Jesus was that of father to son, but also as one in being. One in being, but different in relationship. Could God be one in being, but different in relationship to each of us? Could not God's oneness of being be the consciousness we all share? Could not God's relationship to everything be what differentiates God from us and us from God? So that we are both in one and be that we are both one in being and different? Could it be that while we are one in being with God, we can also become more godlike through the practice of holy relationship? Could not the instructions that you have been given, such as those of access to unity and becoming a spacious true self, and the means that have been used, such as the two levels of experience you have achieved during the days and nights of our times together, be attempts to show you how you can be more like unto God in relationship while you are God in being. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. So, Riley, would you like to reach 19 and then Shirley 20? And we'll opine on these last paragraphs. Thank you. 3219. Would this answer your questions concerning how God is both different and the same? Would this answer your questions concerning God's great power when compared to your own? Could you see that God's power 
stems from his relationship to everything rather than from his being. This is the easiest way to say this, if not quite accurate. Being is power, but being, like oneness, cannot know itself without relationship. You are one in being with your Father, with God, with the Creator, and with all creation. You are also, however, a being that exists in relationship. The extent of your ability to be in relationship is the extent of your ability to be God-like. Thirty-two twenty. God is the being and the relationship. You are capable of all the power of God's being, but you are powerful only as God is powerful in relationship. Because God is in relationship with everything, God is all-powerful. Because you are in a state of limited relationship, you have limited power. This is the difference between God and man. This difference, however, can be diminished as you embrace holy relationship. As you embrace holy relationship, you can become powerful as God is powerful. I am complete. Again, the mighty, mighty, powerful words here. The floor is open. This is Shirley. I am just really struck by relationship. That seems to be the, I guess I would say the operative word, relationship. You know, it's not like God is over here and and we're over there. It's the relationship. When we acknowledge our relationship with God, then that's when we embrace our oneness. It's, it's the relationship and with and knowing that God is in relationship with all, when we embrace our relationship with God, we too are in relationship with all. And as this last paragraph was saying, that when we acknowledge this holy relationship that we have with all, that's when we are in the holy relationship with God. That's when we are God. It's, it's the relationship that we have. I am complete. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sterling. Surely that was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and, 
as you were saying that so wonderfully, what I recognize, and we look at the title of this day, that that is where all power exists in relationship, in the relationship that we accept our relationships with all. In so doing, that, that is synonymous with, with our accepting our relationship with God. And there, there is all the power that is here for us. So what I'm doing with that is saying that to recognize the relationships that I am in here, day by day, moment by moment, to see and celebrate a power of love there, is a means of just simply being and accepting our oneness, my oneness, our oneness. Thank you. So that was beautifully said, Shirley. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thank Thanks you so. too, Reverend Bill. I appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you, Shirley. This is Yvonne. When I am. Um... When I am in harmony, when I'm in the present moment, I feel that relationship, and I know that the relationship is what you're referring to, is God. So so thank you for that. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, You know, Mrs. Paula, as you read through these paragraphs and how well he poses everything in a question with these question marks after every sentence, you know, practically, which makes you stop and really think. It's like, how could God be the all of all and not also be man? Like, how could you even question that? How can God be all that is at the same time not all that is? How can God be the all-powerful living and also be lonely and powerless as man? It's, you know, these are the questions that have been posed to man throughout the centuries and questioned and answered and questioned and answered. To bring our consciousness to the facts, to, to really go within and ask. And that's where, for me, it's as I've read these over the years, it's like, how can I question it when I am shown in so many ways throughout the day the connection, the oneness, the feeling of like, you know, it's like it's one no matter what. You know, and even with those, what I'd call those beginning lessons, in the, you know, in the, in the miracles. You know, lessons one and two, God is in the chair, God is in the plant, God is in the lights, God is in the, you know, the floor, the picture. You know, when you think how, what a master he has, Jesus has to bring these to us, start with the basics and then bring us to the point that we stand here and listen to the testimonies we're all saying. It's a testimony to the truth that we all hold somewhere so deep and to share it, to feel comfortable that here I am with my sisters and brothers and to share it. And we all know, say yes, hallelujah, 
I know what you mean, brother. I know what you mean, sister. So, I just, you know, I, I sit here and absorb these words over and over, and yet I marvel at them each time. So thank you for letting me share that. Thank you, Jesus, too. I'm complete. Oh, boy. That's so true, Thank you, the well said. Yeah. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paula. And the greatest part, no, I, for me, I don't doubt it. I don't question it. It's a matter of acceptance. There's somewhere deep inside I know the truth. The true, the true self knows it. So the acceptance becomes so easy. For me, anyway, I'm complete. I just love this. We all know that we are one in being. We are all sitting here on this call knowing, absolutely knowing that we are one in being. And we express ourselves. We're different in, we're different in, in expression. We express ourselves so differently. And it's all of God. We're sharing in unity. And oh my God, I just love this so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Judy. Thank you. Let me ask, is anyone out there that hasn't shared or like to share at this moment? The floor is open. Surprise when Moyna has joined us this evening. No. Are you there, Lemoyne? Silently? No. Okay. This is Shirley, and it's it's just kind of interesting to me. You know, we talk about the concept of God, and in my mind, I really believe that I have held a concept of God as being separate from me. You know, what we we say we have to pray to God. Um, it's God was, and I I don't even want to say being, but God is this the spirit that's different from me. So it's it's like I still held God away from me. Away God, I still held God separate from me. Um and I that concept I you know, I I've had recently. But this lesson is even giving me a different concept of myself and God. And it's not that God is separate. You know, I don't have to pray to some God up in heaven 
or yeah, this lesson is telling me, as I it was saying, it's the relationship that I have with myself and with God. It's it's the oneness. It's it's this all encompassing oneness, and that's the relationship. Not you know with with all with all of God's creation with. It's a different concept, and I'm kind of reveling in that this tonight. It's it's such a you know it's I am one with God, and I I am God. That I go back to that first line that the experience of the self is God. It is not from God. It is not of God. It is God. This really opens up a whole new thinking for me of who I am and what God is. And it's in the relationship that I have with God. I am complete. Yeah, beautifully said, Shirley. Beautifully said. It was. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Yeah. This is Paula. You know, he he sums up this this day. With 20, where he does remind us that God is being in the relation that you are capable of all the power of God's being, but you are power, you are, I'm capable of all the power of God's being, but you are powerful only as God is powerful in relationship. And that's what we, you know, been said by all of us that we acknowledge that it only can happen in relationship. I cannot stand alone. Man cannot stand alone. And he says something about that in some way back here, that we become disenfranchised if we don't know the relationship. It all, God is in relationship with everything. God is all-powerful. But then he does remind us, because you are in a state of limited relationship, you have limited power. This is the difference between God and man. This difference, however, can be diminished as you embrace holy relationship. And it, it is, as you embrace holy, you become powerful as God is powerful. So for those and myself included, when I fall back and I feel separated and I get caught up in the illusion and forget the truth of who I am, I lose that power because I've disconnected. The relationship is not there. But that feeling, when it does come back, when I ask for that help, Holy Spirit, help me to see the truth. 
Help me to go in to see it, forgive myself for what my unbelief, and know the truth. You feel, I feel it. I feel it coming back. I feel the strength. I feel the purity of it. But it's okay. That's the one thing I, I've taken away from this work, too. It's okay. These words will constantly remind me. Remind the little self for the truth that it is. The true self. We do. We have that power. As long as we know the truth of who we are. Or who I might believe my truth. Anyway. Powerful ending to this day. That paragraph. I'm complete. Thanks, Paula. Yes, that was Paula. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Well Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paula. I hear in this our opportunity of recognizing the extent to which I am in a limited, I am holding limited relationships or or stated another way, to what extent am I still invested in special relationships, waiting, waiting to be healed, waiting to be seen with a holy instant or in a holy relationship? That's the, what I get as, as our quote-unquote working orders or our opportunities from this day. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah, thank you for that reminder, Bill. Yep. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yeah. This is Shirley. I would like for you to go a little further in that because I am sitting here wondering now, how do I pray if I'm praying, let's say, for a healing for someone, knowing that I am also God? How how do I pray? you were kind of hitting on that, Reverend Bill, and I I got something of how you were saying that, but, um, you know, we, we know about the limited relationship, and if I am seeing a person with the, the specialness, if I am wanting a healing with that person, I have to have a holy relationship and pray for the wholeness or the oneness. Um, I just have a question on how do we pray now? <laughs> I'm complete. Well, Shirley, I, 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 if nobody, if you don't mind, I'd like to offer this. First and foremost, there's no rule as to how we pray. Instead, how are we in a moment? How are we willing, to me, it's, are we willing in a moment to say, I don't know, or to be open and to watch what comes through for us at that point? To me, this, is, this, this takes out the, pardon my, well, this, this takes out any form of dogma associated with this, with, with prayer. Because what we're recognizing in, in prayer, true prayer, we're saying, hey, I know, I'm one with God, and I'm open, 
and I'm ready. I'm willing. And watch what comes through. The form can is never going to be. <laughs> I doubt. Yeah, I, I actually have a sense that it's not likely that the form of what's realized, what's achieved in any given instant is going to be the same as it was previously. It's all going to be focused in a present moment experience. That's my sense of it. Yeah, Thank that's you. great. I, I, lo- I love that. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to add to that, Shirley. Prayer for me now is not asking. Prayer for me is joining. When I pray for what you want to call a healing of a relationship, I know there is no reason, there is no... How do I put this? You see beyond... I do. I I don't see that there is... The healing is knowing that I am who I am and that individual or the situation is it, it is what it is in the way it's supposed to be. It's not I'm not asking, let me see if there is. How am I going to put this? I know what I'm trying to say and I can't put it in the exact words. I don't pray like I used to pray. Mm-hmm. I pray knowing the truth. Help me to mm-hmm. see the truth again, that there is no... Mm-hmm. Prayer takes on that, oh, I need this, help me do this. Yes, I'll pray to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to allow me to see with the vision of Christ the truth of the situation of that being in front of me, that soul, mm. the purity that's there. It's not to change. Mm-hmm. It's to awaken to the truth. It's not to get, like I remember, you know, you know, I want to have some of the, you know what I'm saying? It's like to see the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, even in my unity role, and I'm on the prayer team, we don't see, you know, people call and say, pray for this, this, you know. We see mm-hmm. the truth, we see the power and the strength and the love that's really there to see through the eyes of Christ and feel the truth and acknowledge mm. that truth. Okay. So that's what prayer, yeah. or like, mm. you know, but help me see it the way it's supposed to be yeah. and accept the way it's supposed to be. So that's how I that's pray. Be- yeah, thank you so much. That's beautiful. Thank you, Paula. Yes. Mm. Mm. Meister Eckhart made the statement quite a while ago. He said... <clears throat> There's only one one form of prayer for me, and that is thank you. I second that one. Wow. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Emmett, Emmett Fox yeah. had another one. <laughs> he said, my prayer is summed up in two words, our Father. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
thank you. That comes to what we were just talking about. That's where we realize the relationship and the power we have with being one with God, being God. Because if I can put my mind in that relationship with my father, our father, like he said, it's the oneness becomes obvious. And that's where you feel the power. And then that function, you know, that what he tells us. Let's see through the vision of Christ and then you'll see the truth. Yeah. You. We are just as powerful as God because we are God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Taking that that message from Meister Eckhart, that thank you recognizes that he's already received whatever he was curious about, whatever he was longing for, whatever the request was. He has already received it, and he knows that he's received it. Yeah. And, and Reverend Bill, wouldn't that go, you know, like you know, prayer, like, I want, and I want to see this healed, and I want this healed. It's not what you want. It's what will be. So even though, you know, I say thank you, it not might not have turned out the way I would have liked it, mm-hmm. but the way it should be. And that's yeah. the gratitude, right? Yeah. Well... Who's the I that's asking, I want? I know. Oh, wow, yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah. think about that. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, that that goes, you know, like, that. that you know, I, I, to accept that whatever's unfolding is unfolding to the higher good, regardless of whether it's... With, another soul, a situation. And that's where yeah. the gratitude, the opportunity, and say thank you. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. so well said, Paula. Thank you so much. Wow. It's not always easy, but it's, that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I'm going to put my ask. Is there anyone out there that hasn't shared yet? Would like the floor's open? Steve didn't step up with his. What did he say? His wisecrack. I guess he didn't have any. Miguel, are you there? Would you like to share some parting words as we end this call? Oh yeah, I'm I'm here. No, I think everything has been said, and uh, you know, the, in the in the very first line, it says everything to me that God is relationship. You know, the line, the you know, the way the first line is uh, constructed, the first sentence. It's sort of cryptic to me, but it's if you if you if you rephrase that line, the the very first statement, 
that uh, says to me, um, you know, but my book, I'm not, I don't have my book open, but um, the very the experience first line. Of the true, yeah, the experience of the true self is God. It is not from God. It is of God. It is God. Is that the sentence, the very first Yeah, line? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is that the experience of the true self is God. So if, 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 if you rephrase it, God is the experience of the, of the true self. In other words, as as Shirley was saying, it's it's all contained in that one line. God is the relationship. And he says, um, can you read that line again, the first line? Surely. The experience of the true self is God. It is not from God. It is not of God. It is God. Yeah, so the... So if if you rephrase the first line, that it is the uh, God is the experience of the self, the experience, and the experience of the self is relationship with all. Uh, so it, it it that says all to me. It is the relationship, the experience. It is not the experience of God, but the experience itself is God. That's what he's saying to me, uh, and 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 he has said it in. A, you know, elsewhere in the in in the later days, he has said, "God is relationship, and so are you." And that's why he tells us that God is not an entity or you know singular creator and all that. It is it is the relationship that makes all one. Yes, it's hard to speak it, but. But that's what Shirley was talking about, yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's thank great, you, Miguel. Miguel. Thank you. Makes perfect. Oh, yeah. That was terrific, Miguel. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Well you know, you know, this day thirty two, the experience of the true self and the power of God, how he started from paragraph one with all the different concepts of God. You know, that one God is one, being one entity. You know, he, he went through all of those concepts. But it's not a concept. Another idea of God is within the concept of creator. You know, those are all our concepts. But he's saying no. God is the relationship. God is us. God is the oneness. God is the the true self. You know, this is man, all these different concepts over the many centuries. It comes down to it that it's all because God is in relationship with everything. It's not just one concept. It's all that is all. So this was a great, powerful day. You are one in being with your Father, with God, with the Creator, and with all of creation. You are also, however, a being that exists in relationship. Being is power. So, my brothers and sisters, we take that with us. Until next week, we'll get into day 33, being in relationship. So these last days until the day 40. And I I just want to announce now 
that after we do the days, we'll do. I intend to do the epilogue, and then I'm going to do dialogue, dialogues unveiled. Now, I think if I'm not uh, wrong, I think they are included in the newer edition. Robin Marie. I, or Joe yeah. Riley. Yeah, they are included, Paula. Yeah, they are in the second edition. Okay. I, ha- I think I have the first one. Yeah, I have the first one. So I'll have to send away for the second edition. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I have a copy of them. And if need be, when we come down to the end, of people, I can fax it over to you if you have a fax or if I can email them. I'll make copy, try to get it on an email to everybody. You know, but that will be what we will be getting into it, you know, after the uh, epilogue. Okay? okay? Just putting that, that out there for now. Yeah, I've been uh, going to the Center for Spiritual Living and they may have a newer copy. So. Okay. I'll check it out too, but I don't mind buying it. I can give huh? one to a friend. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good deal. Okay, very good. All right, everyone, got a couple of minutes, but I want to thank you all for being here. I guess every week I wonder, you know, are they coming back? Are they coming back? <laughs> And I'm so happy to hear that you're all back. Yeah. And Reverend Bill and Gloria and all of you know, the people around you, we know that everything will be okay. We see you safe and complete and whole where you are. Thank you. And we appreciate that. We accept it. We know it's yeah. unfolding just in that manner. Yes. Yes. All these different Beautiful. projects we're in the middle of. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And Gloria, heal well. And Gloria, heal well. Just heal well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Complete in the eyes of God. We join with that. Yes. Love you all. Have a good night. Love you. Good night. Love you, everybody. Good night. Okay. Bye now. Love you all. Good night, all. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. Good night. Good night, all. Thank you, Shirley. Great to hear your voice, Shirley. Love you all. Thank you. Love to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Love to hear your voice, Yvonne. I miss it. Yeah. Smiling away here. Beautiful. Well, great. Great. (laughs) Night. Love you. Good, Good night. night. Love you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye now.